morning, everybody, and welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia, live with you every morning, Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, typically. Today, we have a late start. I apologize. I had some things to attend to this morning, but we're here live now, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on October 26th, 2023. Good morning, to one and all take to the chats real quick and say hi to yay good morning yay good morning willow good morning everybody else rmu and everybody just tuning in we're going to get started with the news that's what we do here on this morning show we talk about the news and events of the world except on fridays we kind of start going off into more of a fun time um just so you know what's going on the rest of this week and into the weekend we'll start with this coffee we'll go over some news and then uh, tonight, I'll be hosting the Daily Dose for Josh as he is uh, has something on his schedule that is conflicting. So I'll be covering the Daily Dose tonight. You can find that on all these channels at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, <clears throat> tomorrow, we're going to have a special episode of Conversations on the Fringe with a very special guest. That is Jason Reed, the one and only. It's been a while since he's been on with us, and he's going to join us for our special Halloween Conversations on the Fringe tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. We're going to dress up a little bit, and afterwards, we're going to have a little costume party uh, uh, on the web uh, with the with you with you all on the social red pill for social red pill members socialredpill.com is our private social social network you could join at socialredpill.com create a free account if you want to participate in these types of things uh it's a costume party so uh get your costumes um if you don't have a costume you could just get that tinfoil out and make a tinfoil hat and be a conspiracy theorist or something and you could uh Contact me on the social red pill for more costume ideas. So we'll have that special Halloween episode tomorrow night on uh, October 27th, 2023 with Josh Reed and Jason Reed. It'll be a great time. And uh, we'll talk everything Halloween and uh, have a conversation about uh, the spooky and the uh, maybe some of the esoteric aspects of Halloween, the origins, the pagan histories and just this kind of stuff. And it'll be a good time, so hope to see you guys then. But without further ado, we need to talk about the news. There's a lot going on, and we'll cover it here so that you don't have to go through all these headlines. You could just sit back, have your coffee, and listen. <clears throat> and hello, Sparky. Sparky says, good morning, clown world. See, yeah, yeah, you can say that again. And just so you know, if you guys are on Kick, <clears throat> Red Pill Project is on Kick now. That's kick.com. It's a streaming platform. You could go to kick.com slash redpillproject and follow us there. And we appreciate that. So, um, yeah, without further ado, let's get into some news. Let's start with um, some of the uh, financial headlines going on. Uh, NTD.com reported this, and it's being reported across uh, the mainstream media. It's interesting. Uh, the headline is, U.S. economy surges 4.9% fueled by consumer and government spending. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't believe this for a second. I think these numbers are are, are farces. I think it's fabricated. Um, you know, let's pat ourselves on the back. The government printed more money and spent it. Great. Yeah. You know these uh they're probably going to revise it in a month and say actually the economy shrank considerably uh we messed up again uh, somebody fat fingered something uh we added you know added counted on our fingers wrong they always do that so 
you know, I don't believe this for a second, but this is just uh, the kind of the mainstream narrative. The markets across the board are in the red this morning. The S&P 500 is down again, 0.86%. NASDAQ's down 1.48%. Gold is approaching 2000 uh, $1,991. And oil's at $84. Silver is at $22.86. Uh, Bitcoin has dipped down quite a bit. It's at $34,061 this morning, down 2.43%. And uh, we'll keep our eye on this stuff because a lot of people are saying they're expecting some financial madness, uh, looking at all the data and how it corresponds to historical events. Um, yeah, big tech is under pressure. Mortgage rates close in on 8% with no relief in sight. Uh, just horrible headlines. Oil slides amid worries of higher for longer rates. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, yeah, pending home sales unexpectedly rose off record lows in September. Zero Hedge reported on this. We talked about it a little bit um, yesterday. You know, again, no one has confidence in the housing market right now, but uh, the data, well, the data is great. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Anyway, onward. Uh, global fossil fuel demand is set to hit record high in 2024. Uh, Zero Hedge reported, they said, quote, a new report from the Economist Intelligence Unit shows global energy consumption rising by 1.8% in 2024, hitting a new record high. Despite high prices and supply disruptions, the report shows crude oil and natural gas demand climbing in 2024. Demand for renewable energy is also expected to rise in 2024, climbing by 11%. Yeah, they got to keep that uh, green energy in there, that, that weird agenda. Uh, so we could expect uh, high prices and possibly, you know, depending on what happens, shortages. In worst case scenario, who knows? I mean, be prepared for everything. Um, next year, global energy consumption is expected to increase 1.8%. Yeah, okay, so that's pretty much it. Uh, coal demand is also expected to remain high and at record levels this year, they said. And of course, China's out there uh, making a bunch of coal plants. Uh, more, They are developing more coal plants in China than we have total. And uh, this is just part of this uh, energy scam going on globally. <clears throat> I'll tell you. Well, let's get out of finance. Let's start talking about a little bit more news. Um well, this is kind of actually the last finance financial related story. Uh, dystopian nightmare in China prevents people from buying food. Um, and I believe the I believe Australia has gone fully digital with its currency, too. And they're they're working on getting rid of cash. Here's this woman from China talking about how she is unable to make a purchase at the grocery store because of this digital ID. Um, let's take a quick listen to this. And this is why people oppose this and CBDCs, which are central bank digital currencies, which a lot of banks like Wells Fargo and Citibank and all these large banking institutions are currently developing and probably close to even launching this uh, digital currency, which uh, will be able to track everything you purchase. They could limit what you could purchase and they could completely block off your access to your cash as well. And this is what they're doing in China already. This is part of this futuristic uh, technological enslavement, some people call it. 
Oh, whoops. In this dystopian outrage that is now all of China, apparently, is I once again cannot buy food. A couple days ago, my uncle and my cousin helped me get a cell phone that is linked to a Chinese bank card so that I could buy anything. But now, apparently, it has been flagged for some reason, and I have to pass facial recognition identity verification, which is insane, because all I want to do is just spend my gift card balance on this debit card. So she's right here trying to verify her biometric data. The app is scanning her face with her phone camera. It's telling her, open your mouth, close your mouth, do different actions so we can scan your face and verify your identity, essentially. And uh, it then processes it and uh, she gets denied again. I can't believe I'm doing this. She gets denied and is unable to make her purchase with that form of payment. Um, it's a quite frightening thing and a lot of people oppose it. Uh, I certainly am not going to participate in such a thing. And uh, banks are going, banks are weird. Uh, I went to a bank out here uh, in Washington state and uh, quite a while ago and I needed a new bank card. And they, uh, so I, I was in a different area and I looked it up on my phone. I was like, okay, where's my closest bank branch? And I go, I drive up there. I walk in and I say, Hey, uh, you know, I need, and it was a weird bank. It was like, they had uh, modern furniture and there were no bank tellers and there was like a meeting room and then there was a key key locked or like a code coded door that goes to the back and a couple workers in there and a couple customers and an ATM. And I, the lady comes up, Hey, how, how can I help you? And I says, well, I need a new, uh, I need a new debit card. And she says, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, uh, actually we don't print debit cards here. This is a remote branch. Um, actually they don't do anything there except, uh, I don't know, like help people with things in the background or online or basically she's like, um, well, you know, you could just download our, um, Apple pay, right? You could just download Apple pay and pay, pay with your, uh, digital credit card. Um, and I, I did, I, I just don't like it. I don't want to do that. I don't want, um, technology to rule this thing but it's going that direction and they're trying to just get rid of that brick and mortar bank man and not just that but stores as well we see stores close closing in droves all right that's enough finance we know it's it's crazy but we need to be uh diligent especially with things passing politically and uh and hopefully kind of mitigate this dystopian nightmare uh boyd donated ice creams this morning ice cream thank you so much boyd and uh Lori donated as well some lemons thank you so much for your support you guys without you we couldn't do this and it, it means the world so uh, i appreciate you thank you <clears throat> l sparky said do the banks want me to bend over and to swab my butt for positive verification uh yeah, pretty much sparky pretty much man oh my gosh all right, onward here. We have a Sam Bankman-Fried update. Sam Bankman-Fried uh, could take the stand as early as today. 
Uh, things really must not be going according to plan for Sam Bankman-Fried's defense team, uh, Zero Hedge writes, because it was reported yesterday that the former FTX founder is likely going to wind up taking the stand in his own defense. If you recall the story, Sam Bankman-Fried was one of the people responsible for the FTX scandal. During the presidential election, they were accused of donating tons and droves of money, not just donating, but kind of laundering money through a cryptocurrency scam. And that's the best way I could kind of wrap this thing up in, in basic, simple terms for how I understand it. And uh, it says here, the FTX founder is likely the last chance the defense has to make a meeting, uh, meaningful impact about what his actions were in the lead up to the company's collapse. The court has already heard damning testimony from Sam Bakeman-Fried's closest confidants and co-workers, including Alameda Research head and former love interest Caroline Allison. Yes, who have all turned on the founder. Uh, his former co-worker described him as, quote, the mastermind of a years-long scheme to defraud FTX customers and investors, Bloomberg wrote on Wednesday night. He's going to testify uh, here, and we'll have updates as this uh, progresses. All right, onward. Last night, we had a horrific shooting in Maine, out of all places, Maine. When I think of Maine, I know it's one of the safest and most soft places to uh, be. I mean, Maine. Blacklistednews.com reported 22 people dead, 30 injured after mass casualty, uh, mass shooter event in Maine. Um, we have different numbers going around there. The National Pulse reported a gunman kills at least 18 in Lewiston, Maine. Suspect is still at large. <sighs> and um, here's what we know. So let's talk about this. The National Pulse wrote, a gunman targeted a bowling alley and a local bar in Lewiston, Maine, leaving at least 18 dead as well as injuring around 50 more, some of whom were reportedly caught in a stampede. As of the time of publication, the gunman is still at large with the person of interest in the shooting identified as 40-year-old Robert Card, a firearms instructor at a U.S. Army Reserve Center who recently spent two weeks in a mental health facility just over summer this year. He was in a mental health facility, according to reports. And uh, he he uh, turned himself in because he was having thoughts of murder. And uh, actually, he intended, he said, on uh, committing crimes at a um, military base of some kind. And that's why he turned himself in. He was subsequently released from this mental facility. And now he's done this. Uh, they write, the Lewiston Police Department declared certain areas off limits during their active search for the shooter. Road closures included sections of Mollison Way, River Road, and Locust Street to South Avenue. Although police confirmed residents will be allowed into the restricted River Road area. Okay. Um, uh, Sheminji's Bar and Grill, one of the crime scenes, expressed shock and sadness over the killings in a heartfelt social media post mourning the loss of community members. Oh, my gosh. Um, all municipal, all municipal, munis, uh, muni, uh, well, how does this word, how is this word pronounced? Municipal, 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 all municipal buildings in Lewis, Lewiston will remain closed today as authorities pursue the hunt for the gunman. A shelter in place order was issued in the aftermath of the shootings and citizens who are non-emergency personnel have been advised to stay home. The lockdown extends to local schools as authorities continue their investigation. This was a huge rampage. I'm surprised, you know, um, as things like this happen, uh, I think more and more people are going to be arming themselves. I don't think we covered the story, but ammunition has increased significantly in price. 
uh, 5.56 ammo, I think, has gone up like something like 30% or more in the recent days. And uh, people are purchasing firearms left and right right now. Um, numbers are surging this year more than ever. And it's because of self-defense and the Second Amendment. Thank God for that. Um, uh, I want to go to X, x.com real quick because um, we had an interesting post from, <clears throat> I believe it was uh, one of our friends, a friend of the Red Pill Project who does great research, Game Tech Politics, posted something, and Josh actually retweeted it. And we're going to go to Josh's Twitter since Josh is going to be away today. Uh, we could go over there and review what Josh had said about this. Let's just pull up his uh, pull this up real quick, um, Josh, and look at what Game Tech Politics said as well on this. Um, if I can find it real quick, just bear with me as I go through this. Um, just, you know, get a refill on your coffee if you need it or whatever you need. Um, okay, I'm just going to have to. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. Almost spilled. Game Tech Politics. So, Game Tech Politics. Um, here we are. He says, this is no time for jokes on me coming back on X, but we're at a crisis. I guess maybe he left X. I'm not sure what's going on there. But he says, I really tried my best to warn everyone that this is real and I don't do this for attention. Please be safe and don't doubt me. This is one time where I didn't want to be ahead of the game. Pray for me, which was an interesting statement. But on October 18th, 2023, Game Tech Politics tweeted this. Did you know MK Ultra has been activated on unknowingly unknowing participants there are over 10,000 mk ultra victims in the u.s alone we're about to see the fruition of that operation this week and further watch the news closely and what is mk ultra a lot of you are aware mk ultra let's just do a quick google so they could point this out um wikipedia oh great source but let's just see so mk ultra was an illegal human experimentation a human experimentation program designed and undertaken by the U.S. CIA, the central, the central intelligence agency, and intended to develop procedures and identify drugs that could help, that could be used during interrogations to weaken people and force confessions through brainwashing and psychological torture. People believe that people were also um, conditioned in order to be brainwashed or hypnotized to commit things like murder. And it was basically a psychological experimentation done by the CIA. And there is a documentation confirming this conspiracy, which many people do not give credit to, but I think that this type of thing is real. Uh, there's a, um, a lot of evidence and a lot of experiments that have been done over the years that prove that you can hypnotize somebody and that, uh, this type of brainwashing is potentially possible. So um, we see a lot of violence and these types of things going on. I think it contributes to this, this destabilization of society, the psychological warfare with an agenda behind it. I mean, now it's, isn't it just very coincidental that the day we get a new speaker of the house who the left is saying, Oh my gosh, he's, he's a um, uh, right street, right wing extremist radical. Oh my gosh. Um, that we have a mass shooting, a very notable mass shooting. Um, yes, coincidental. Uh, and I don't, uh, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. So just an interesting, interesting little thing to think about. And uh, be 
be vigilant out there. I, I personally wouldn't recommend going to large venues and events where there could potentially be a, a, that could be a target to things like this. I'm not saying to be a hermit, but um, you know, crime is up in big cities, and um, especially as tensions between different groups of people increase and the rhetoric on the media gets more violent again, just like it did last election year. Uh, we need to be careful out there. Um, I know people, uh, friends of mine in this town who they don't go into the city unless they absolutely have to. And when they do, they have their legal firearms. And in the United States, we're fortunate to be able to carry a firearm. And if you have the correct, uh, if you've gone through the correct procedures, you could even conceal carry. Um, unfortunately, in other countries, that's not possible. But um, a lot of people are exercising their Second Amendment rights because they do not want to be caught in a situation where they are a victim of such a an event as this, as these shootings and whatnot. So just be vigilant, keep your head on a swivel, and uh, hopefully uh, things can start improving here soon. And we could uh, improve our country because things are incredibly negative. And uh, the rhetoric in the news, I think this whole this whole uh, Jews against these people and Christians against them and Catholics and the Pope and just everything, you know, black people against white people, Mexicans, um, uh, cartels or all this stuff, just everybody hates everybody. Um, you know, it's this crazy, crazy rhetoric. I think it, it, it contributes. It fuels the fire. I think it does. And on maybe a small level, but all these things add up. And I think there's going to be more, um, more violence and things and unfortunately so be diligent um we're going to talk a little bit about health real quick uh let me go here because i gotta do a little bit of moderating let's see let's mute this user okay um we'll talk a little bit about health real quick uh lifesitenews.com posted this article the the headline is the COVID jab left me injured for weeks and doctors wouldn't help me. Uh, soldiers are suing over military vaccine mandate, not just military, but uh, people that were victims from uh, schools requiring it or even jobs requiring it. Now a lot of information is coming out that it's um, hurting people and people are actually winning lawsuits about this now um, years later. And uh, I guess the CDC came out and said only 3% of eligible people are getting their booster shots um, because people are realizing uh, some of the truth behind these these jabs and whatnot. So what's, what should we do about health, though? You know, we're coming up on winter. Nobody wants to get sick. Um, well, so I'd recommend taking vitamins. Whoa. There's like a bird dying or something. What was that? Did you guys hear that? Wow, that was weird. Um, what could we do? Go for a walk every day. That's a good thing to do. Um, definitely helps you uh, build muscle. If you have a little bit of muscle, that helps you, uh, I think, be healthy in general. Uh, take vitamin C, take vitamin D. Any supplemental vitamins you could take would probably be good. I'm not a medical professional. Obviously, talk to them and uh, talk to your trusted doctors and whatnot. Uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood is a naturopath doctor we work with. <clears throat> you could work with them too. If you go to redpills.tv, you could find links for that towards the bottom of the page. He has supplements. He has, uh, you could set up a meeting with him and uh, get some naturopathic advice from an actual medical professional. But this is what I do. Take vitamins, exercise, 
uh, stay busy. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you could do to work on your health. Nutrition is number one, you know, aside from supplements and taking things, try to get that natural vitamins through things like vegetables and healthy uh, meat and things like this. Um, diet, nutrition, supplements, maybe you want to do a cleanse or something, which we have a lot of people that are into this on the social red pill, our private social network. They collaborate together, they do group cleanses, and they share their uh, experiences and have conversations and share information. So it's a wonderful place, socialredpill.com. We have a detox group in there where everyone's in that. I'm trying to get involved and do one of these cleanses of some kind. I'm just, I need to do my research and and, and figure out exactly when that's going to be taken off here. I think they're organizing one uh, for the near future. I'll have to get with Lisa on that and Mike and, and these people. Anyway. Yeah. Take care of your health, folks. We're coming up on winter. We don't know what's going to happen. And uh, that's the least we could do is work on our immune system. Our bodies are amazing, you know, so that's what we got to kind of lean on. Um, we've got a little bit of political news here. Let's go into it. <clears throat> Marjorie Taylor Greene is some of you love her, some of you hate her. Well, she's out there. She's introduced a resolu resolution to, to censure Rashida Tlaib for quote-unquote anti-Semitic activity, sympathizing with terrorist organizations and leading an insurrection at the Capitol complex, which we saw unfold over the previous couple weeks. Uh, nobody's really talking about um, the insurrection that's occurred at the Capitol recently. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's just the way that the media disseminates information. But yep, um, you know, it's the left, so it's not reported on. But uh, MTG is coming out there and trying to trying to um, point things out. So we'll see what happens with that. I think that they're actually really going to go after these people and try to get them out of there because they are uh, stimulating this this division. And we need not division. We need uh, unity, right? This is America. Uh, when I grew up, they taught us America is a melting pot. It's a place where people could come together and it's the land of opportunity. And it doesn't matter your creed or, or whatever, you know, black people, white people, Mexican people, South American people, Chinese people, Indian people, doesn't matter. Russian people, Ukrainian people, um, that everybody is uh, equal. And uh, now, I mean, uh, that seems to be forgotten by many and... Uh, you know, I'm not saying open up the borders because that's not that's not a good idea. But, uh, you know, I mean, anyway, uh, I don't know, guys. Rant. Let's move on. Senator uh, Infowars uh, reported this. Senator accuses the Biden administration of facilitating the largest child trafficking ring in American history. Um, during a hearing Wednesday, Republican Senator Josh Howley exposed how Biden administration officials have no idea what is happening to masses of unaccompanied alien children after they are released into this country. Howley grilled office and refugee resettlement director Robin Dunn Marcos, noting that trafficking of migrant children has skyrocketed under Biden. The New York Times recently reported that the Department of Health and Services has completely lost con lost content with at least 85,000 uh, unaccompanied uh, UACs, they call them, which is unaccompanied alien children. 85,000 children are unaccounted for, unaccounted for from the border being wide open. And they were released to adult sponsors. Um, 
there is this huge conspiracy and conspiracy has a bad rep people and uh it just means that people are colluding essentially and uh the crime that's happening from the open border doesn't just end at um, arms trafficking and drug trafficking. There's human trafficking and it's huge, a huge, huge industry. And many people suspect that places like Ukraine are a hub. Places like the United States are a hub and places like Israel are a hub. This is just some of the rhetoric out there. And you have to wonder, um, how this might tie into the bigger picture of things when they just really aren't are content with having wide open borders uh, onward update from the trump case yournews.com reported today judge denies trump's immediate verdict request amid explosive cohen testimony cohen testimony in trump organization trial let's read a little bit of this article by child charles woke <laughs> Uh, he writes, in a dramatic turn of events during the Trump Organization's civil trial, Trump's attorneys were left disappointed as their request for an immediate and direct verdict was denied by Judge Arthur Engeron on Wednesday. This decision followed a pivotal moment in the trial when Michael Cohen, Trump's former attorney, took the stand and admitted that the former president had not instructed him to inflate his finances on a personal financial statement. Oh, so because... Cohen came out and said, yeah, you know, Trump didn't ask me to inflate these numbers. You guys basically pointing out this is a witch hunt. Remember when they came out and said, oh, Trump lied about his wealth. He lied about the value of his estate. It's actually only worth, you know, three cents. And they compared it to other other uh, smaller mansions in the area and other estates. But Trump's is way bigger, uh, way better. And they're trying to go after him and after his businesses and shut him down and keep him from running. But uh, since 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 Cohen came out and said that Trump's like, you guys don't have a case. It's a witch hunt. Drop it. And they said, no, we're not dropping it. We're still going to continue the witch hunt. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially the gist. Also, we covered this yesterday, but Trump was fined $10,000 for violating his gag order. The judge said, if you do it again, it's going to be much worse next time. Anyway. This is just the witch hunt continues. What's going on here? Uh, Yournews.com also reported this. Russia. Russia pledges to strengthen relations with North Korea amidst weapons supply allegations. Russia strengthening relations with North Korea. Ooh, we had other Russian news. Russia launched or tested their, their missile system for nukes yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Let's see if we could pull that up. This is pretty uh, crazy. Russia. Let's see if we could pull up these videos on uh, Twitter here real quick and share. This is big, you guys. Um, Russia's nuclear drills took everyone by surprise because Russia, as usual, did not inform the United States of America. Uh, breaking Russia tests massive retaliatory, retaliatory nuclear strike. Russia says they have successfully tested its ability to deliver a massive retaliatory, retaliatory nuclear strike by land, sea, and air. The test launch of missiles was from a land-based silo, a nuclear submarine, and from a long-ranged bomber aircraft. Des Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu called it a rehearsal for a, quote, massive nuclear strike in response to an aggressor's nuclear attack. And this is what people saw over Russia. Uh, this isn't quite what was unusual was the massive coverage 
by state media and other media. And um, that is what is notable about this. It was uh, highly, highly covered and they want people to know this is going on. Oh, so not good. Uh, hopefully we could avoid a nuclear disaster in this world and come to peace somehow in this. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hamas delegation visits Moscow, Russia, according to TASS. That's today, just in this morning, a couple hours ago. Hamas delegation visits Moscow. Hamas! Wow! Interesting. Holy smokes, what is going on? What if Hamas ends up getting together with Russia and China and India and North Korea and some of the stands and, the, and, and, and all these countries that have banded together against the West? Holy smokes, this is a horrible global situation. Remember the pipeline? Uh, there was the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. It got bombed. They blamed it on Russia. It turns out it wasn't Russia. It was probably Ukraine or, you know, the West attacking itself and blaming Russia in an attempt to escalate things in the Ukraine war. We had another Finland pipeline. We've got an update here from Insider Paper. Finland's Prime Minister Piteri Orpo said Thursday his country was working with Beijing to find out more about a Chinese ship likely linked to damage of an undersea gas pipeline. Oh, now they're blaming China as a likely suspect. Finnish police have recorded an anchor. I'm sorry, recovered an anchor believed to be from a Chinese vessel that appears to have caused the breach in the Baltic Sea pipeline into Estonia this month. Initially, when this happened, they were like, it's probably Russia. Russia's probably bombing it because, uh, you know, uh, we need to make them the bad guys in this. I'm not saying Russia's good guys, all right? Putin is for Russia. Putin does not care about anything else except Russia, right? Putin is Russia first. So I'm not saying he's a good guy, but I am saying there's a lot of bullshit out there from every angle. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Quote, we are cooperating with China to find out the role of the Chinese ship which was in this area, Orpo told journalists at an EU summit in Brussels. Um, there was also word that they're like trying to keep Russia out of the area and all this because of this. And it's not, not, uh, I don't know. It's all just uh, big, big scam, scammy shenanigans. In my opinion, we'll see how they, uh, it looks like they're trying, they, they pretty much botched their attempt to just pin this on Russia, but you know, second best let's blame China. They had a vessel in the area. Let's say it was their anchor. Maybe it was China's anchor. I don't know. But, you know, I'm just skeptical on all this stuff. Thank you, Alex, for the donation of a cookie. Uh, good morning to you. Thank you so much for, for watching and, and supporting. I appreciate that very much. All right. What else have we got? Uh, the FBI's blackmail plot against Joe Biden involving 40 informants spying on him. Uh, Fox News reported on this. Let's watch their report. You know, not the most reliable news source, but uh, let's watch. Fox News alert. Everything primetime has been saying about the FBI and the Biden family has just been confirmed. For years, we've told you the FBI knew everything the Bidens were up to. The cash, the Chinese diamonds, American policy for sale. Not only was Biden blackmailing other countries and other countries blackmailing him, but the FBI was blackmailing Biden. Senator Chuck Grassley just announced that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has had 40 informants in 
inside the Biden family for the last 15 years. What does that mean? It's exactly what you think. 40 FBI informants, going back to the time Joe Biden was vice president, have been providing criminal information to FBI field offices throughout the country. 40 FBI informants have been feeding the Bureau exactly what Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden have been doing all over the world. Primetime isn't sure the FBI had this many informants working on the Trump campaign. So, what does it mean that the FBI has had the Biden family wired? And what does it mean that the FBI hasn't done a thing? Well, it tells me that the FBI knows all of the president's dirty laundry and is blackmailing him. Because Senator Grassley also revealed that multiple FBI field offices tried to run this criminal information back to headquarters and were blocked at every corner. This criminal activity was shut down during the Trump impeachment, shut down before the last election, and it's still being shut down today. Grassley says FBI headquarters deliberately smeared criminal information coming from FBI informants about the Biden family as foreign disinformation, when in fact, after an exhaustive examination, there's never been any information that any of this has been foreign. Even the FBI informant that said the Bidens shook down Ukraine for a $10 million bribe, that was vetted and found not to be foreign disinformation. But it gets worse. The FBI's attempt to follow up on the $10 million Ukrainian Biden bribe was shut down. The FBI informant who said there's 17 tapes of Biden talking about bribes that too has been shut down, despite that there's no evidence that this is foreign disinformation. And while all of this is going on, the FBI has been actively planting information against Donald Trump, doctoring emails and disseminating fake dossiers. The FBI used Biden to get revenge on Trump. They got a dirty politician elected, so they could defeat a politician who caught them trying to frame him and fire their director. And now we have a compromised president in the White House being protected by a rogue gang of sick agents. And the American people are the real victims of this stupid inside game. You're paying more for everything. The border's wide open and crime is sky high. And we have two proxy wars that Biden can't manage. All because the FBI believes it's more powerful than democracy. <sighs> democracy. Gosh, it's a constitutional republic, and yes, it's in danger. The corruption is undeniable at this point. I don't know how people walk around here with their head up their butts pretending like this is a this is a conspiracy. I mean, there's so much evidence of the corruption out there. This needs to be resolved, and I think that's why we see this war unfolding under the crooked Joe Biden administration. They need to distract from the things happening here in our country. Ah. Uh, I think that really is it. I really do think that's a big, big part of it. Hopefully this gets cleaned up. I mean, we could see uh, we could see turn, things turn around and I'm, I'm hopeful that we do. Uh, we got uh, we got some things in the works it looks like in our country. Hopefully things turn out good. 
new Speaker of the House. That looks okay. It looks okay, except the first thing that he did yesterday was say, I'm going to, uh, the first bill I'm going to, to write up is going to be for aid for Israel, which, okay, sure. He's pro-Israel, fine. Um, but what about, you know, that's our tax dollars. How about the first thing I'm going to do is close our borders and secure America and start deporting any criminals that we find in our country. That would be better. You know, these are our tax dollars. I don't want war. All right. I want peace and I want a better America. How about America first and then things? But he does have a lot of good standpoints on um, other things. Right. Um, he believes the election was stolen. He believes. um <clears throat> he believes uh, uh, in the corruption that's occurring. And so I think we're going to see some good developments as well, but I'm just concerned that everybody's a warmonger in the administration and it's still deeply, deeply corrupt, but maybe we could swing things in the right direction. Um, interestingly, this kind of, this happened. Uh, Joe Truesman on X reported that, quote, in another blow to its propaganda efforts, Apple has restricted access to one of Hamas's main telegram channels. Channels, The channel has published scenes of the October 7th attack and has been essential for Hamas to disseminate propaganda during the war. The channel has over 700,000 users. Um, I saw this on October 7th, but uh, when I looked at it, Hamas was posting... Um, they post a lot of propaganda there, as well as very graphic images of murder and all kinds of sick stuff. So I left because I can't take that stuff. I don't want to see it. Um, but apparently it's been shut down, which is interesting. I didn't know that Apple could go in and restrict access to Telegram channels, but it's interesting. So just so you know, that's that's a, a little development there with this uh, Hamas, I guess. Uh, all right. All right, folks. Uh, let's take a quick look at Twitter, see if anything's developed uh, during the broadcast. And we'll end on that. Uh, the FBI stuff. Police State is now out in theaters. Actually, I think it aired for one day and now it's gone. I'm not sure how to watch Police State now. That was D'Souza's, D'Souza Media LLC presenting the film by Dinesh D'Souza. And uh, it had great reviews. I'm not sure how it did in the box office, but uh, please state. I'd like to watch it. I'm not sure how. I'm going to have to figure it out. But the trailer looked fantastic. If you guys watched it, let me know what you thought in the comments or something. Um, well, I guess that's pretty much it, folks. We're going to be live again tonight, though, at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I'll be covering for Josh on the Daily Dose to discuss any news and events that unfold during the day. We're going to talk about the unfolding global conspiracy, communism here in America, all these things once again tonight at 5.30. So please tune in then on all these channels, and we'll be on Facebook, too, tonight. Um, tomorrow, tune in. We're going to have Jason Reed for a special... Halloween episode of Conversations on the Fringe with Josh Reed as well. We're going to dress up and have a good time and have a conversation about the spooky holiday. And I uh, hope you join us then. After that, we're going to have a little after party on the internet from, uh, from socialredpill.com. And we're going to be dressing up. So if you want to join us in dressing up, bring a costume. We're going to have a good little conversation and hang out after the show tomorrow night. And so please join the Social Red Pill. You can create a free account socialredpill.com. Let us know if you want to join. We'll get you in there. Socialredpill.com is our private social network and we're making updates and we're getting more people coming on there that are going to be joining soon. 
We have a lot of stuff in the works right now. We're working on uh, getting things improved, growing things, and just uh, bringing you guys the best things we can. So stay tuned for all these things coming up. And just so you know, this show will likely be moving earlier in the morning. This is probably nice for you on the East Coast. Um, and maybe maybe you on the West Coast will like it too. Probably move to something like 7.30 a.m., or maybe even earlier, but I, I, I'm going to have to work on my uh, getting up early, early, earlier. Some days I could get up at, you know, 5 a.m. and stuff, but other days I tend to sleep in a little bit longer. But we're going to move the show a little bit earlier, it looks like. I'll let you know and stay tuned. Uh, hopefully that doesn't uh, mess your schedules up. I think it'll be okay. Uh, you could always download this uh, later and listen to it. And these there's a lot of ways. So hopefully not and but those who watch live it will be a half hour earlier most likely starting in a next week or so so uh just so you know um all right folks we'll leave it we'll leave it at that i hope to see you over there on socialredpill.com um you can support us with a subscription over there as well we are completely user funded so we do appreciate that and thank you all so much for your support once again and uh, that's it. And that's that. We'll be live again tonight. I'll see you then. Take care. God bless and God speed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.